0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest, and I'm having problems on Rumble, so you're going to have to give me one hot second to get this fixed. Apparently, Rumble did not like my live streaming thing, and so we're going to get started. Give me one second. I'm just building a new one. It shouldn't take very long, I don't think, and I'm going to make it a very average one, and we're going to go right now. Actually, we're going to do later time. We're going to hit the next button and we're going to go right now, which is the 27th today, Sonia is that right. Am I saying that right, right now? And then we're going to create it. And then I got to grab the thing. I'm so sorry. You guys welcome to live. It's good to see you. Thanks for being here. Angie Barnes and Alex King. What is up? It is good to see you. Thank you for being here. I need like tech person and okay. Get streamer configuration. Here is the streamer configuration. we're gonna edit and we're gonna edit this and we're gonna build a new one really quick maybe we're not maybe we're not is it not gonna let me do it from in here give me one more second select source it's not gonna let me do it from in here because i'm already live well wait maybe um custom rtmp paste you know, let me tell you something. Someday we're going to be big deals, and I'm going to have a person for this. Today is not the day, though. And present this and rumble, and we're good. And I don't have a password. Um, I don't want to upgrade. So we're just going to do this. Remove and add and save. And we should be live on Rumble. Sonia, if you could check it for me, I would appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your patience. Welcome to the Shipwreck Show. It's good to see you. Happy days after Christmas. It's has freaking heat down. It's hotter than the horse's balls in here. Hello, and welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Lori, hello. It's good to see you. Sonya Brown, we got her backstage. Welcome to the inner workings. God, amen to that. Are we good and up and running on Rumble? I'm not going to try it again. I don't think. We're just going to hit. There we go. Okay. And we're live. We're there, too. But welcome to live. It's good to see you. We got lots of things to talk about today. We've got the censorship, the Twitter files. We've got all the stuff. And our internet looks like it's about ready to crash, too. So if I'm buffering, Son, you put a hand up. Stacey Mock, welcome to live. Audie, good to see you. Stone Bryson and Lily's Flowers, you guys. Welcome to live. Happy day after Christmas. I hope you guys enjoyed your Christmas holiday. We're gold bet. We're gold. We're good. We're gold. We're here. I hope you guys enjoyed your holiday and had lots of fun and lots of food and friends and family. Or if you were by yourself, I hope that was a good time too. I'm a big advocate for spending time alone. Yeah. Even towards the holidays. I doesn't matter to me one way or another. Um, Raisa, hello. It's Stacy. You guys welcome to live. We have quite a bit to cover today. I had scheduled the Christmas show uh, but I actually ended up getting a little bit sick, just a little bit. We had the flu for a couple of days, spent the majority of time in my bed. Um, just the flu, not COVID or Omnicon or Ninja virus or monkey. It's just I just the flu. I had, exactly I had some soup. Mr. Shipwreck made me some soup um, and I stayed pretty much in bed. That's that's pretty much what I did. I wasn't super miserable. I just wasn't feeling up to par. So we did. The flu was bad here. I've heard the flu was bad, even for those who have had their shots. <laughs> I even made a tweet, and I probably shot my own self in the foot. Uh, I know. It was, it was an awesome Christmas, though. The kids had a great time. Uh, we made lots of food. We just hung out. Our New Year's Eve, we do have a couple of announcements. So New Year's Eve is coming up on Saturday. We're actually going to be out of town at a Cowtown New Year's Eve party um, where we wear sweatpants and T-shirts, I'm sure. I'm DD that night, which just kind of takes the alcohol out. Are you mouthing something to me? What? Oh, no, she's not. No. Okay. Hi. Sonny's backstage trying to control things. (laughs) But so we are moving ship and Shannon to Friday night. We still don't have a topic, but as soon as we get one, uh, we will get it all figured out for you guys and I will throw it up. So ship and Shannon is going to be at Friday night and we, instead of Saturday night. And then we hope that you guys have a really happy and safe new year's. Remember to get yourself a ride. Don't drive. Don't drink and drive all of that jazz. That's how it goes. Trying to kick the respiratory flu myself. I've heard it's been going around. Um, I get the flu every year. It doesn't seem to be anything uh, monumentous. It just happens every year. I'm not really, I just, I have soup. It happened before 2019. Uh, it happened before 2012. I, it happened since I was a kid. And we just drank tea. I think when I was a kid, we would drink Tang. You ever had Tang? Yes, I oh, knew What's up? Tang? Cures everything. I mean you would talk about COVID. Like they should have just invested in Tang. The powdered stuff too. You not none of that pre-mixed shit. You get the powdered stuff. Put it. Yeah, you put it in one of them big, yeah, in one of them big jugs. Glass jugs. If you were the rich folk and you lived on Avenue M. Them rich folk all lived on Avenue M. Alex King over holding it down on Twitch. Okay, we're ready. You guys, welcome to the live. For those of you on Rumble, hi. Sorry, we got it mixed up, but we're here now. Welcome to the live. It's good to see you. I'll update everything as we go our, uh, later on after the live. For those of you listening after the fact, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your support. For those who are listening on the podcast, I appreciate your support. Thank you so much for being here. Obviously, we're back on YouTube. This is our first live we've done on YouTube since. Um, YouTube is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. So I'm going to just throw it out there. If you haven't grabbed us on rumble or Twitch, I'm going to ask you to go do so. I I like YouTube a lot. I we've done really well here. I've worked really hard here and I've denied it for a long time, but I, I think that uh, eventually probably unless something drastically changes our time, eventually we'll probably maybe come to an end and not by our own accord. Um, Yay for the nooner, loves cocks. So grab us on Rumble. Grab us on Twitch. Grab us everywhere social media is. It's just Shipwreck Show pretty much everywhere except Truth Social. I haven't been able to get that figured out. I don't know if I'm going to. Uh, I'm on Twitter, which seems to be working just fine. 41 people and 15 likes. Do we need to do a countdown? We'll do a quick 10-second like the live break, and we're going to count from 10 to 1 if you go like the live. I'd appreciate it. That's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, two and one. Thank you so much for liking the live, you guys, and thank you so much for being here. Today, I'm going to cover a few different things that came up over this last week and just over the weekend, actually, that on Christmas Eve, Twitter dropped their most recent Twitter files. For those who don't know, over the last couple months since Elon Musk has purchased Twitter, he has been dropping uh, information about the prior Twitter owners and what they were doing to collude with the government in order to suppress information in regards to various different things. The first couple things were about like the Hunter Biden laptop. That was a big thing. So they talked about how the FBI stepped in and they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story and made all kinds of requests. Um, the second thing was about the shadow banning and the the shadow banning of conservatives, particularly. Everybody knew it was happening. Then they just rolled out all of the proof that it was happening. That, yes, they were, in fact, shadow banning uh, conservative accounts, particularly at the request of an administration. Um, Twitter's been a blast lately. I do like Twitter a lot. Uh, TikTok is, I don't know. I still lost. I'm still losing my videos. I had one go up. It's still up, I think, but it was from a couple days ago, but then I had two go down. I did get my old account back on TikTok apparently, but I lost like six videos. I don't know. Just with the TikTok stuff. I don't know. I mean, we might go back. I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter. I think we might stay on Twitter uh, and do more on Twitter than we do on TikTok. Uh, and that's just going to kind of be how it goes. But as the Twitter files that they released over the weekend had predominantly talked about the censorship of the deadliest pandemic, or as we know of COVID-19. Before I get too much into that, I did have another note really quick. Sonny sent me a message over the weekend. And she's like, because I'm, I'm watching a movie. This is sick. She's like, did you see that Mike Pence filed paperwork? For running for president it's trending on twitter and i'm like what i mean we all knew that he was probably going to so i guess i wasn't horribly surprised the fact that it was trending on twitter was interesting to me so i hopped on twitter i pulled myself out from under my blankets hopped on twitter and he sure shit they were saying he had filed the paperwork apparently (coughs) um it was one big troll game i i don't know so Mike Pence spokesperson says that a former VP did not actually file to run for president, suggesting that somebody pranked the media. Now, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. First, the fuck of all, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. How are you going you know, to Did somebody file it for him as a prank? Uh, This is according to Fox News. So Twitter was in an uproar and multiple news outlets ran headlines suggesting that Mike Pence has entered the 2024 race on Monday evening after a statement of candidacy was filed with the FEC on its behalf. But a spokesperson for the former president or vice president confirmed that Pence did not file the paperwork to run for president. She goes on to state, former vice president Mike Pence did not file to run for president today. Spokesperson Devin O'Malley tweeted later suggesting that somebody had pranked pundits and journalists. Just pranked him, just like, haha. fuck you. I mean, I, I get it. I just, it's, it's funny, and it's a troll move. It seems a little juvenile, but then again, it's Armenia. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, O'Malley directed further questions to the FEC, which he did not return a request for comment. The statement of candidacy was filed for a Mr. Michael Richard Pence at 5.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, um, and previous filings with the FEC have listed Michael as Pence's first name, not Mike. So they had listed it as Lori, thank you for joining the membership club. We love your face. It's good to see you here. You enjoy those emojis. Um, they listed him as Mike Pence and not Michael Pence. And in his former one, it was my end. But who's going to go through all the trouble? Can anybody just go file? Sonny, can we go file? We can't. I don't know how you do something like that just to prank the media. Why go? I mean, that sounds like a real. Listen. That sounds like a real Trump thing to do. <laughs> Dead breath. Listen, did Donald Trump do this? I can't think of who else would do it. Who else would take the time to go do that? It's ridiculously, ridiculously. JJ Collins says, reminds me of the time when someone filed paperwork as days nuts for president. Oh my God, can we just do this? Can we go and just file paperwork and just fucking let's do it. Lily's flowers. Thank you so much for the super sticker and for your support. I love your face. Big hugs to you for helping us keep the lights on. Um, I, I don't know. I It's not true. So Mike Pence is not, he's not filed for presidency yet. Apparently anybody can just go do it. Uh, I can file for president. Fucking A. Johnson. I just might. Does it cost anything though? William's dropping $50. Maybe I'll use this $50 and I'll just go do it. William, we love your face. Thank you so much for keeping the lights on here at the shipwreck show and Sonia's house. Um, I don't know. i I fire talk radio. We got you coming. I know I'm going on your show here pretty soon, but I, I maybe, maybe we should just file it under D's nuts. That's awesome. I don't know whoever did that. That might be, that's right up there with the, the guy that called in last year to the president of the United States, you know, cause you can call in and wish Merry Christmas And then he's like, let's go, Brandon, at the end. And then, yeah, then Biden repeated it. And he's like, and then Mrs. Biden's like, because she knows. That's the ultimate troll move. I don't know. It was good. That's good stuff. But no, he has not filed to run for president yet. I would not be surprised if he did. Um, I I kind of anticipate him running, kind of like the Governor DeSantis thing. I think I anticipate him running. I don't anticipate him winning at all. I think he, I'm not (laughs) for president. Um, I don't see him winning. I don't see him having a chance at winning. There are two, he's too, he doesn't have the base for it. The people that might vote for him, uh, are the people that are, if if you're a Trumper, you're not going to vote for Mike Pence. Like he doesn't have, he doesn't have any of that base at all. Uh, and that's where I think like DeSantis would have a one. Cause even if you were a Trumper, there are a lot of Trumpers out there who are supportive of DeSantis too. Uh, but Mike Pence doesn't have that kind of support. So No. He's, this year, he didn't do, didn't he do the live calls this year? I didn't look, um, we're going to be headstrong to the end. Stop it. <laughs> it's too early for, uh, for any trap jokes this morning. All right. So with that out of the way, so Mike Pence now running for president. I want to talk about the censorship of the deadliest pandemic. And so over the weekend, Twitter files came out and they had broke down the ways that the government. Uh, hired not only Twitter, not hired, but brought in not only Twitter, but Facebook, Google, Microsoft as well in order to censor certain conversations when it came to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, I'm going ca- I'm gonna, I'm gonna to caveat this for just a minute. I'm, I'm not going to go through all the tweets, uh, mainly because we are riding our last leg on YouTube, but that's one. Not that I'm real concerned about that because we're really good about building our rumble up too. Uh, I'm not overly concerned, but I'm not going to intentionally tank. So I'm not going to go through all the tweets because a lot of the tweets they talk about um, anti-vaxxers and and some real touchy things that YouTube doesn't like. And so if you want to read the entire thread in its entirety, you can do so on our telegram, which is listed on the about page of this channel. Uh, or you can just go to telegram, search for Shipwreck Show, and we're right there. But these are the these are just going to be some of the screen grabs of the Twitter drops that were done. And this was done by independent journalist David David Zweg. Zweg? Zwiggy. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, the first one is that it says the Twitter files and how Twitter rigged the COVID debate. <clears throat> and you're going to have to put up with that too. I'm trying not to cough. I've got cough drops. I got Kleenex. I'm working on it. Um, the first part is it goes by censoring information that was true, but inconvenient to the U S government policy. The second part is by discrediting doctors and other experts who disagreed, which we all knew was happening. Okay. Even if you, even if you agreed, With it happening, you knew it was happening. Um, So many doctors and scientists that went against the narrative were kicked off of not only Twitter, but multiple social media platforms. The next one was by suppressing ordinary users, including some sharing the CDC's own data. This is where, like, a lot of you folk, that double Glenn, what's up? This is where a lot of you folk and me folk come in at, right? I wasn't using Twitter a whole lot during this time. I was predominantly on TikTok uh, talking about a lot of this. We were taken down an awful lot, and TikTok obviously is wrapped into this too, I'm sure, in one way, shape, or form. But it goes on to state the United States government pressured Twitter and other social media platforms to elevate certain content and suppress other content about COVID 19. Duh. Again, this is, uh, it should not be any new news to anybody. This is something I think we knew all along. If anything, for you guys, this is going to just be not clarification. What's the word? Validation validation yeah it's validation that you were right fuck i keep bumping stuff uh it goes on to state the internal files at twitter that i viewed while on assignment for at the fp uh, showed that both Twitter and the Biden administration's directly pressed Twitter executives to moderate the platform's pandemic containing and according to their wishes. Number six goes on to state at the onset of the pandemic, according to the meeting notes, the Trump administration was especially concerned about the panic buying. Now, this, again, should really come as no surprise. Kat Silverby, thank you so much for the super sticker. We love your face. Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. Again, none of this should come as any kind of surprise, specifically from the Trump administration. Because he took to Twitter at the time to try and alleviate people's fears when it came to panic buying. And the panic buying really came down to your shit paper, right? <laughs> this toilet paper. The toilet paper was gone. People were freaking out. Remember, meat shelves, I think, were cleared out a lot. A lot of things were were God, weird things were missing. Toilet paper being the weirdest. Uh, and he took to Twitter and he tried to alleviate people's fears and to tell them to stop panic buying and to be considerate of other people. Um, They came looking for help from the tech companies to combat misinformation about the runs on grocery stores. Uh, but there were still runs on grocery stores. Obviously, it didn't work. I remember hunting for toilet paper. Baby formula was another one. Diapers was another one. Uh, Wipes was another one. There was some of the bigger things that were missing during this time. Uh, It goes on to state with a screen grab that the Trump White House, specifically Michael Crestos, led the Trump administration's calls for help from the tech giant companies to combat misinformation. Areas of focus included conspiracies around 5G cell phone towers, runs on grocery stores and misinformation that could stoke panic buying and and behaviors. And then again, you can go and you can um, check out the documents here. Again, all of these are going to be listed in our Twitter or in our, our telegram. If you want to go in deep dive into all of them, Israel, thank you so much. Alpha. Thank you so much. We appreciate it for helping us keep the lights on and keeping it real. Thank you so much for the super sticker. You guys, we love your faces. Thank you for your support. Um, It goes on to state that it wasn't just Twitter. And this is where we were talking about earlier before. Obviously, again, we all know this is happening on all of these platforms. This is just validation for you. Stone Bryson, we loved your face. Uh, Stone says he was not shocked when it was happening, though the depth of corruption did surprise me a bit. The depth, what got me about all of these was that these social media companies, we're going to talk in high level about this too. It's actually on my phone. I don't have a slide. But they not only worked with a lot of these different organizations within our government, they fucking hired them on as employees. So you literally had employees at Twitter who were FBI agents and or retired FBI agents. And their job solely on these social media platforms was to combat misinformation. Nobody cares if Clapper had FBI. Clapper is an FBI agent. Clapper out. I hate Clapper. Damn. We should do a whole episode on Clapper. I should deep dive into Clapper. They sound an awful lot like TikTok. I'm I'm not even going to get into it. Number seven. Okay, here we go. It wasn't just Twitter. The meetings with the Trump White House were also attended by Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and others. Um, the screenshot goes on to state that Twitter, alongside several other tech companies, including Google, Facebook, and Microsoft, participated. Activities included a standing weekly call to share their general trends and hosting a shared Microsoft Teams group. Some of the companies, not Twitter, gathered upon open sourced information from researchers. Our teams fed this information into the Twitter policy enforcement teams. Again, so this comes to your community guidelines is essentially what that is. Um, Fire Talk Radio says, yeah, Twitter hired 40 FBI agents, and there was one, too, that... So Elon came in, he fired everybody, right? And he thought he'd got them all, but they had forgotten about one. And while they were in the beginning of the twitter files while they were unleashing this information that guy was i can't remember his name but he was caught trying to get rid of it and trying to delete it before they would catch on to who he was and they ended up escorting him out that night um no clapper coins no clapper coins no number eight goes on to talk about when the biden administration took over one of their first meeting requests with the twitter executives was on covid the focus was on the specifically the anti-vaxxer accounts especially an account by the name of Alex Burnson, Angie Barnes, I love your face. Angie Barnes, thank you for the super stickers. She goes on to ask, how many people still don't believe the government did all this? That's what's scary. Got to be less and less at this point. We can wrap with that today. I've got some ideas on that. Um, But this was one of the bigger accounts that went down. It's also one of the accounts that Elon Musk had brought back when he bought Twitter. The screen grab goes on to state that one of the first meeting requests from the Biden white house was about COVID misinformation per regular processes. Public policy took the meeting. Biden's uh, took the meeting. Biden's staff focused on vaccination and high profile anti-vaxxer accounts, including Alan Bernson in number nine. He goes on to state that in the summer of 2021, president Biden said social media companies were killing people for allowing vaccine information. Benson sus- was suspended for hours after Biden's comments and kicked off the platform the following month. Number 10 says Benson sued and then settled with Twitter in the legal processes. Twitter was compelled to release certain internal communications, which showed direct white house pressure on the company to take action against Burnson. A December, 2022 summary of the meetings with the white house by Lauren Culbertson, Twitter's head of us public policy states, New evidence of the White House's pressure campaign and cements that it repeatedly attempted to directly influence the platform. Culbertson wrote that... The Biden team was very angry that Twitter had not been more aggressive in deplatforming multiple accounts that they wanted Twitter to do more. The screen grab goes on to state, "The Biden team was not satisfied with Twitter's enforcement approaches. They wanted Twitter to do more and to deplatform several accounts. Because of this dissatisfaction, we were asked to join several other calls. They were also very angry in nature." And then the presentation is added to a link again, which is in our Telegram. <clears throat> All of this information and all of the screen grabs that you guys are seeing, and for those who might be listening after the fact, are screen grabs from emails and an internal email communication that Twitter had before Elon Musk had taken over. That's where a lot is. if you were curious, where the screen grabs were coming from. The next thing we're going to cover, so we talked about, and that was just dropped over the weekend. So that was coming up Christmas Eve night. So that happened Christmas Eve night. Now, before this, a couple days before, I want to say, the FBI censorship operation Twitter files were dropped. And this was one that goes on to talk about how the FBI was involved in the censorship of all kinds of different information. Let me pull it up. Um, I got an article. Oops, I got an article here. No, maybe I don't. <clears throat> I had an article, but it's gone now. But the FBI was involved, and this goes back to them hiring FBI agents in order to work at Twitter and how they censored certain accounts. And this more so was about the election than it was to anything else, like election interference, election uh, finagling on both sides, on all sides. And then the Hunter Biden laptop was partially to blame with the FBI or the FBI <clears throat> the FBI censorship. What the tweets did was it went down and it basically broke it all down. It named names. Again, you can go find it, but it named names. It gave you screen grabs. It gave you screen grabs of the email communication. It basically solidified the fact that in something I think we've known all along that the FBI won and was not only in control of the information that you were getting in regards to multiple different things, but two, that they were also just working there, getting a Twitter pay cut. What the fuck? <laughs> I you going to go work at Twitter, work for the FBI. Anyway, that's fine. So they put all this up. This was Matt Tabibi. Okay. This was like the first guy that just, Matt, he come out and he dropped it. He is also not unalivable and he should probably get some security, but he came out, he dropped all this. Well, the FBI responded to him which was kind of shocking to in a tweet and a in a series of tweets. And I actually have a video of that here, right here, right now and go to learn. Now we are getting our first response from the FBI to the Twitter file dumps. The statement reads the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional longstanding and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements which involve numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. As evidenced in the correspondence, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector in an effort to allow them to protect themselves and their customers. The men and women of the FBI work every day to protect the American public. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency that Justin John. All right, noted. The- <laughs> noted, he says, the flock out of here. No, I listen. Nobody trusts the FBI anymore. Not one single person, nobody out here trusts the FBI anymore. Nobody cares what the FBI has to say. And it, what's interesting about this, too, is that. They're coming out and they're saying, like they're like, no, we didn't. We've always done this. This is just basically like a normal everyday Monday, right? But there are screen grabs and screenshots and, and email communication. Like they were invited to, to this other government. What do they call it? They call it like the CI. It's like an outstanding another government. It's like an under government. They were invited to their meetings in order to talk more through this. Uh, One of them girls says that that's exactly what's wrong. Government and business working together against the people. Yeah. And they shouldn't like, this is not something that the government should be involved in at all when it comes to like social media. Isn't that the idea of it is social media. I get it. I understand why they feel the need to, because obviously like I read somewhere like 80% of the people get their news from Twitter. So I kind of get it when you're trying to control the agenda and you're trying to control the narrative, but that's a scary thing to think that they're just out here reading your dms just gathering all this and then they're gonna come out and say well like this is something we've always done you know i i can't with this what's more interesting about it too and i gotta pull this up give me one second is so we're on twitter the fbi thing came out and everyone's like whoa you know and then over the weekend like over the course of last week so Zelensky from ukraine ukraine's also a big hot button right now and it's also something that the fbi Twitter and censorship is all about. So when we posted about, I posted about it on Twitter uh, about Zelensky, kind of making fun of him, <clears throat> and I had this influx of Ukrainian bots come in. Like there was something about the wording. I don't know what it was, but they came, and all of a sudden my account went down, and I couldn't get back in. I was locked out of my account for 12, it said twelve hours. Well, apparently there was some kind of like glitch or some kind of programming glitch when it comes to the information about Ukraine. That if the algorithm picks it up, that you are uh, diminishing the war of Ukraine or, or you know, whatever, that uh, automatically locks you out of your account. Like it's a community guideline. And a lot of people were they posted a lot of this, the same picture that I posted and a lot of people were locked out, including a, um, some big accounts. I was back into my account within the hour and Elon Musk said, you know, I don't think that that's right. Apparently there was some kind of glitch. So they're still trying to work out. This is like some of this shit was deep. Like stuff that you don't even think about. They had all of these bots basically running these programs. And these aren't even people that were suspending or banning you. If you were like a little account, like these are just bots that are taking you down. Uh, Attorney friend says the CIA and the FBI committed first amendment, a first amendment violation. I don't think they care about the first amendment. What's, 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 what's the recourse for that. When something like that happens like public hanging, is that what we do now? Is not a treason thing. I would think public hanging would be. Anyway, so the Ukrainian stuff too was a big part. Of it. it wasn't just COVID or or even just like the, the laptop. The Ukrainian stuff. For, and anytime something like that happens, anytime that you start talking about a subject and immediately you get attacked by bots or you get your shit taken down, you got to know there's something else going on. Uh, the Ukrainian war is just, it's that war. It's like they're not fighting for their, like there's something else going on. And I don't know how deep I can get into it, on youtube specifically but we've dabbled in it on rumble before in some lives and what we know what's happening um so i'm gonna ask you to go figure that out it's, it kind of wraps in with ftx you can go find that uh ftx and that guy's out on bail too like we didn't pay his he didn't pay his bail. somebody did but the ukraine stuff is very very strange um William says the war is so bad in ukraine but still doesn't stop all the ukrainian thirst traps still doesn't stop your boy from coming to the United States, like, you know what? I'm just, let's just, okay, listen. Zelensky so came to the United States last week, the week before Christmas. And he's like, look, we're just going to talk about how we're going to need more money. Here's a video.
1: pursuing a just peace. President Zelensky, the United States stands with the great people in Ukraine. We stand with you. And you've been a great leader. And by the way, we have a famous thing that occurs once a year. You pick the man of the year in Time magazine. You are the man of the year in, this, in the United States of America. It's so a welcome. We have a lot to talk about, and the floor is yours. I can send messages to President Biden, for example, if it's not serious, you said, what's going to happen after Patriots uh, are installed? After that, we will send another signal to President Biden that we would like to get more Patriots.
0: We're working. That is a life. We are in war. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Uh, that is my appreciation. well there you have it folks I don't know <laughs> he's like I don't know. I I'm so okay I can't I can't with the Ukraine stuff and the, the reason that I can't with it is because for two years it was all about COVID that's all we saw uh, everywhere the war on COVID and the ticker deaths and and it was COVID 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 and we're coming out of COVID and we need to we need to, I mean, just the constant propaganda. It was 24-7, seven days a week across all social media platforms, across all news stations. And literally within the span of 12 hours, we went from COVID to the war in Ukraine. Literally within overnight, like you had a, a, a news broadcaster on the ground in Ukraine one day who was talking about COVID, and then the next day, you had the broadcaster on the ground in Ukraine, without his mask on, talking about a war. Like, we literally, there was no end to COVID. There was no, there was nothing. We just went, nope, well, it's over. We gotta focus on the war now. I, I, and I, from the get go. And then it then came the propaganda on TikTok. And I think I remember this from the, the beginning too, like, because we came out about like this, none of this makes sense. We had found a bunch of propaganda photos that were used from previous wars. We had found a bunch of uh, um, photos that CNN had put out and then found a video from somebody who was behind the CNN. I mean, this is, it's... and then the Ukrainian, like, Ukrainians were all over my TikTok all of a sudden, all over my FYP. They were all live and bouncing around and and begging for money. And the whole thing seemed super staged and just dumb. I, I didn't understand. I, I still don't. I, well, I understand it better now. I understand what's happening now. But the fact that they continue on with this and that people still believe it. So we posted about this on Twitter and the amount of Ukrainian bots that came at me and called me a Russian pro Like, what called me a Russian pro. Seriously. I I don't know at what so James says the surrender flag from COVID turned from yellow to blue. I don't I don't get how people are just still buying into this. And everybody put Ukrainian flags in their profile. Even some people that I had followed forever who were all about talking about the the propaganda when it came to COVID just jumped on the Ukrainian boat. I was so shocked and and because none of it made any sense it still doesn't really make any sense so that happened and then biden sat there boldface told them so we waited for this guy to address our nation then biden sat there next to him was like telling him that you know what our number one priority right now for america is ukraine and on that same motherfucking day an announcement was sent out to our national guard let me pull it up. I want to make sure I read it right. An announcement was set out to our National Guard that the Biden administration reportedly failed to send the National Guard troops their final paycheck of the year during the week of Christmas. And this was according to a letter sent to the troops obtained by a post-millennial. So we sent 750 gabillion, I don't, trillion, jillion, I don't even know, dollars to Ukraine for their military. And our military did not get paid at all. They're measly little podunk ass checks that they probably get. And everybody was just fine with it. They blamed, well, we might as well segue into this. They blamed the error, on a clinical error, when it came to the National Guard paychecks on the confusion around the omnibus bill. So the National Guard troops pay paychecks were disrupted due to congressional drama surrounding the $1.7 trillion with a T as in Tom omnibus spending bill that Congress recently had approved after a week of negotiations. Oops. After a week of negotiation, Congress came to a deal on the omnibus spending package and they unanimously voted for it. And we're going to go through a little bit of that too, because there was a lot of GOP members that voted for this. And the bill is just full of fat. The omnibus bill. William says the omnibus bill should be illegal. It should be. If not, I mean, if your blood isn't clotting by now, it's boiling. It has to be. I can't. This is why your National Guard paychecks relate. This is what they're saying. Well, let's break the bill down. So the bill was it was approved. It was sent through the House. It was approved through that. It's, it's good to go. Included in the spending bill is, among other things, a forty five billion dollar aid package to Ukraine. The $45 billion is on top of the $66 billion taxpayer dollars that are already been used to fund the Ukrainian aid. Uh, the GOP members that voted for this bill, and I'm going to run through this list pretty quick, were Roy Blunt out of Missouri, John Bozeman out of Arkansas, Shelley Capito out of West Virginia, Susan Collins out of Maine, John Coronan out of Texas, Tom Cotton out of Arkansas, Lindsey Graham out of South Carolina, Jim Einhoff out of Oklahoma, Mitch McConnell out of Kentucky, Jerry Moran out of Kansas, Lisa Murkowski out of Alaska, Rob Portman out of Ohio, Mitt Romney out of Utah, Mike Rounds out of South Dakota, Richard Shelby out of Alabama, John Thune out of South Dakota, and I lost my list. John Thune out of South Dakota. Um. These were all, oh, no, Ron, I'm sorry, Roger Wicker out of Mississippi and Todd Young out of Indiana. These were all of your GOP members that voted to push this bill through, um, and that's why it got sent through. So why don't we take a look at what's on the bill? You guys anxious? A lot of people had a lot to say about the bill. So what's exactly on the bill? Expressly prohibits the Border Patrol funding from being used to improve border security. So there's that. Uh, And they allocated $410 million towards border security for Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, and Tanzania and Oman, a Ukrainian independence park in Washington, D.C. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. $335 million to prepare for influenza pandemics, including the use of surveillance tools, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, too. Um, 65 million to help Pacific salmon populations, which, I mean, I like salmon just as much as the next person, but I can't afford it right now. So there's that $3 million for bee friendly highways and another 5 million on top of that for the salmon. Sonia, what's a bee friendly highway? Don't bees fly in the air? So why would they need protection from a highway? Do they get hit by lots of cars? Where's the comments at? Can somebody help me clear this up? What is a bee-friendly highway? Do I have any comments on rumble? I don't know. I can't see rumble. There it is. Don't, I got the Kamala Trail. Yeah. Surveillance is nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know what a bee-friendly highway is. It's okay. Bet. Uh, $575 million for family planning in areas where population growth threatens Biodiversity, population control, they're 570, they just, just say it $575 million for abortions. That's what it is. I don't know, probably the states that still have abortions legal. So those states will be getting a part of that. Uh, My state will not, Uh, South Dakota, I think was another one that will not. For population control. They want you eating the bugs. So what They'll wait. So listen, they're trying to kill us all off. They want us eating bugs, but they also want to try to save them by putting in super highways for the be I don't understand. I don't I don't understand. Okay. 65 million in two programs for Senator Lehigh and the federal <laughs> and a federal building to put up in the name of Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. I can't. They're going to call it the hammer building. Stop it. Okay. Nancy Pelosi is getting a federal building in her honor. $3.6 million for the Michelle Obama trail. Mm-hmm. No idea what that's going to look like. Smoggington says that building will never be completed guaranteed with any goddamn dang luck. No doubt. Uh, they do make safe crossings for animals over highway. Yes. Animals like deer or moose. Okay. when you hit a moose or cow, like, um, in Wyoming, they've got them for cattle because cattle are free range, but for bees, bees are aerial. They fly. I don't understand what that could potentially look like. It's the flowers that they plant in the dividers. So you're going to draw bees to the highway till they get hit by cars. Look, I'm not stupid. I'm, I'm, they just renamed the trail for her and that cost us, you know what? I could have made them a sign that said Michael Obama. I would have laminated it and everything, put it right at the front, right at the trailhead. I will never step foot on that trail. Okay, there's more. Wait, there's more. Four hundred and seventy-seven thousand for anti-racist training. Three million dollars for LGBTQ plus museum in New York City. One point two million dollars in services for the DACA recipients. Fifty or five hundred and twenty-four dollars. Five hundred and twenty-four million dollars for the NIH to fight structural structural racism. The fuck is structural racism? 7.5 million to better understand domestic radicalization. Rat- 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 One million dollars for gun violence research. Gender programs in Pakistan If I remember right, this was part of a bill last year, wasn't it, where they wanted to do gender programs in Pakistan. 200 million for the gender programs in Pakistan uh, and for gender equi- equity a 15% increase in the vaccine injury fund. So there's that $11.33 billion for the FBI allocations unknown just for them to work at Twitter, $1.75 billion for the ATF and $2.63 billion for the U S attorneys, all significant increases over the previous years, $70 million for minority business development an increase of $15 million from the year 2022. And Mitch McConnell, Mitch, Mitchy, Mitch, Mitch, Mitchy, Mitch, Mitch, who also got voted back in. So we're not getting rid of him anytime soon. Mitchy, Mitch, Mitch had something to say, and here it is.
1: Well, we're moving toward uh, completing uh, the business uh, for the year. And I think in a highly uh, productive way from the point of view of the vast majority of Senate Republicans. This omnibus bill it will be on the floor uh, provides a real dollar increase for the defense baseline and a real dollar cut for the non-defense baseline if you exclude veterans. That is absolutely critical in breaking the pattern we've had in the past when we've ended up in one of these situations where Every time Republicans tried to get an increase in defense, we would, in effect, have to pay a ransom to the Democrats on the domestic side, wholly aside from the needs of the country. So let's step back and say, what are the real needs of the country right now? They're in the defense part of our expenditures, making sure the Defense Department can deal with the major threats Coming from Russia and China, providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now, according to most Republicans. That's sort of how we see the challenges confronting the country at the moment. So, admittedly, I'm pretty. Proud of the fact that with a Democratic president, a Democratic House, and a Democratic Senate, we were able to achieve through this omnibus spending bill essentially all of our priorities.
0: OK, so one of them girls asks, what do we think is the dirt that they have on this guy? This guy being Mitch McConnell and they by I'm assuming meaning the swamp. I can remember again last year. and maybe be it was the omnibus bill from last year, too, that we were talking about this. Mitch McConnell got up and, and was talking and, and you guys remember his hands were all bruised up and like he had bruises. He had fucking bruises everywhere. Wasn't he wearing a boot at one time too? They were all wearing boots at one time. He was not a boot wearer. You guys remember the boots, right? Cause they hurt their foot had nothing to do with house arrest. Anyway, that's for another life. Um, but his hands were all bruised up and his face was all bruised up. And this went on for a couple of weeks. Um, D Bitty says, thanks for your great shows. Oh, we appreciate you D Bitty. Thank you so much. And thank you for your support. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. Um, I don't know if they've got something on this guy or if they are literally like some kind of mafia roughing him up because I don't know, I'm to say it was last year and I can't remember the context around it or anything, but he was against something and then all of a sudden he was for it. And he, he come back looking like he just had the shit kicked out of him. And cause we were all like, yeah, Mitch. And then he's like, no, just kidding. We're going to go ahead and do this. I I think, I think that, Maybe that's it. I, I don't know for sure. Obviously, this is all speculation. It's very weird up there. Those people are very weird. It looked like somebody took fucking hammers to his hands at one point. Um, he looked like a nun broke a ruler over his, his knuckles. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? So I don't know. I think there is some of that going on. And I think a lot of our GOP that probably voted this in. Maybe we're pressured to do so, and maybe they weren't. Maybe they all just suck. I, I I don't know. He eats babies for breakfast. He he's part of that swamp. Um, they were all wearing boots. He was not wearing a boot, though. He was not part of the broken foot club. That was like Ellen, Hillary, uh, Biden. I can't remember who was all wearing boots, and they were all wearing boots about the same time. It was a very interesting. A couple of weeks there for a while, because it was hiding something. That was when supposedly all of these arrests were made. If you dove into that rabbit hole. and I'm saying supposedly it's up to you to believe what you want. But supposedly all those arrests were made, and those people were dealt with and being dealt with over the course, if you talk about a shadow night go- like for another live, probably. So blackmail or money, I think blackmail will probably be, I think blackmail is kind of their currency up there in d c. That's kind of what they do. Um, Smogatron says they got a special stick one. I'm sure that rabbit hole is deep. That's a very interesting. That went on for a long, that was when Mike Pompeo was on our side too. And he was tweeting out all the cryptic shit. And then all of a sudden Mike Pompeo's like, he lost the weight and lost his mind too. Because all of a sudden he's like, yeah, Ukraine. And we're like, Mike, what the fuck man? Like, but then we found out that he knew about JFK and Mike Pompeo is just a big waste of space. We're all done with it. But the omnibus bill went through, I, I, none of, I I'm willing to bet you dollars to donuts. The majority of that money that they're saying is going to go towards whatever that program is. is probably not, this is probably some kind of other, I I don't know, scheme or optics or just, I don't know something else than other than what it is. Maybe there's, maybe they're going to use it for Sam Bankman Freud's legal defense. Probably, Sonia. Listen, if the media can make shit up as they go, so can I. They just put out for like a whole day that Mike Pence filed a run for 2022 presidency. Man, that shit ended up being fake news. We called you on it. You guys are fired. All of you. 1984. It's a great book. I read this Cliff Notes. I didn't read the book, but it's, it was a good one. Uh, one of them girls says, I should be in a better shape for the drivers down these rabbit holes last year. I agree. Dang embezzlement it's possible paying off the cartel it's probably more likely drugs I, I mean you know if you're really going to go there trafficking uh Sam is gone his parents bailed him out and now nobody is talking about him he's on Twitter still people that are paying attention are still talking about him just got to follow the right accounts I don't care if mainstream media talks about shit or not anymore like I have these accounts that I follow and I figure if they're not talking about it anymore then it really is done because a lot of these people they don't forget so that takes us into a part of the omnibus bill was had to do with like a, the preparation for an upcoming pandemic of influenza, flu, and so on. And part of that stipulation of that portion of it was for surveillance. And so that's going to kind of what we're going to talk about next. Over the weekend, the Associated Press came out with a piece where they had talked about how the state surveillance becoming, the, how COVID-19, had made state surveillance the new norm. And the associate press over the weekend dropped an article talking about its concerns regarding state surveillance, making normal being made normal thanks to the COVID overreactions. Now they go in. I posted this article into our telegram too. It's really, really long. So I'm not going to go through it all, but they talk mainly a part about China. They talk about um, Indonesia. They talk about Iran and they talk about Australia and how those folks were receiving text messages on their phones anytime they were too close to somebody who had tested negative. And it focused a lot on China, too, and how China was stopping people on the streets and changing their green cards to red cards so that they weren't able to get on trains and they weren't able to. And how this went on for so long and people supported it during COVID that it's happening now still in non-COVID-related situations. But because it was made so normal, it's still being allowed to happen. So it goes on to talk about how a lot of people who were in China who were headed downtown to protest something were stopped from being able to go downtown because their cards were switched from red or from green to red for travel for um, something like unsatisfactory behavior. And they were going to protest the government for something. So they weren't allowed to travel to down to the protest. And it really didn't have anything to do with COVID. It was like their social. This has become the new norm in a lot of these countries. And COVID is the one that kicked it off. And what's interesting about it, too, and the article had pointed out that during the COVID mandates and during the COVID times, people were celebrating this. People were all for it. They were all for the government tattling on you, for you being tattled on for doing things for not wearing a mask, for not getting a jab, for not standing 6 feet, for sharing cups, for sharing your home with families when you weren't supposed to during pivotal moments. They were supporting it and this is happening all in all these other countries. It didn't it hasn't happened here in the states to that point yet. Um could it have happened? I think it's very easily could have happened. Yes. I think there were enough people that got on board with the mandates and there were enough people that called for the persecution of anybody that went against the narrative or anybody that didn't wear a mask or anybody that didn't send their kids to school in masks or anybody that openly spoke out against the vaccine should there become one or anybody that didn't stand six feet apart or anybody that didn't follow the stupid arrows in the grocery stores there was like this whole um thing that was that was built and these people celebrated it they love tattling on you on face people were taking pictures of other people and posting it to social media calling them grandma killers calling them all kinds of names they just thrived in it but now like these people in australia these people in china they're seeing it not happen with covid they're seeing it happen with everyday things purple princess said isn't the surveillance that they that isn't the surveillance they will just watch to make sure that things don't spread. Like they watch the doctor reports. Wisconsin has more with flu. Uh, I didn't take on the flu tracing the, the contact tracing in China. It was not no in China and Australia. They were like, if you were caught outside without your mask, like you were detained and you were publicly shamed and your were green card got switched. Like they were taking your temperature on the sidewalk Our surveillance here had more to do with contact tracing. So like in the school, they did contact tracing. We didn't really participate in any of that. I don't want my kids contact traced. I don't want myself contact traced. Um, It started off as contact tracing kind of, but now it's kind of warped into this. It's basically state surveillance. This is what it is. They've got drones. They've got all kinds of different technologically advanced things to watch you and to make sure you're wearing your mask. And to make sure that your temperature is not above it, you know, but people celebrated this. They used it as some kind of platform to put themselves some kind of like self-righteous. gaslighting. It's horseshit. But now it's become the new norm. And the concern with us here in the States is kind of the same idea. And if you know now, like now, obviously, you know that they have been watching our social medias and watching them very closely. It's been proven. I don't think it's a whole lot of difference. Um, Smoggleton says, Yeah, God knows what they had on those things, we're sticking up everybody's noses. We talked about like we were convinced at one point that the tests were actually giving people COVID, like or inserting chips in their brain or something, because they had to go like way up. I've never been t- I don't know. They downloaded onto our phone. So if you had an update done on your phone, and if you didn't go shut that off, your your phone automatically would tell you if you were in contact with somebody or close to somebody who had tested positive for COVID on your phone, on my phone, I went and checked. It was on my phone and you had to turn it off. And I shut mine off because that shit. Um, Angie Barnes says the health department harassed me every day when I had COVID in 2020, I had to text them every day with your temp. No negative because they're not going to stop there. That's that's the point of the article. They didn't stop there in these countries. They kept going. And so now anytime you spoke out against the government, your card was turned from green to red. That meant you couldn't go on any public transportation. That means you couldn't enter any of these grocery stores. We had talked about this back in 2020, that this was something that could potentially happen, and people called us conspiracy theorists. And now it's happening. It's not happening here in the States yet, but it's happening all these other places it's a scary thought and for the people that were celebrating it are now kind of like no you know i didn't this isn't this was taken too far but it's too late because once they take your once they take your rights away once they take your freedom away you're not going to be able to get it back and i think here in the states we were just lucky that enough people didn't comply wouldn't comply we had enough governors that wouldn't comply and that rose a stink Um, did you know that? So James says, did you know that there's a pure blood donation program started? I did not, but I will not be donating any of my blood either. I have a thing about needles. That's the one thing that saved me from all of this. Like, even if I hadn't woken up, I still wouldn't have gone because I don't like needles. So who thought that that would have helped me out? Um, Smoggington says it's not happening because they got really messed up in 2016. They're like, that's well, and that's just it too. This, this is where the Trump administration came in at. It kind of put a big blip in that like the whole, we talk a lot about this. Are we going into the great awakening or are we going into a new world order? And my theory on this, my firm theory, even now is that initially before 2016, we were headed into a new world order we were all still asleep we all just when obama we were just like whatever everybody was so focused on on just trying to stay above water because we were in a, a recession then too that we were just like whatever we weren't paying attention we weren't awake then the majority of us were not and then 2016 happened and trump came in and whether you like him or hate him he made this like ripple and all of a sudden he started using trigger words like fake news right and even if you didn't believe him you were kind of like what is he even saying? Like, that sounds so stupid and juvenile. But if you started to pay attention, he was right. It's all fake news, none of it's real. And I think the Trump administration, whether intentionally or unintentionally, whether you're QAnon or not, that put a huge dent in their new world order agenda. I think Hillary Clinton was supposed to win in 2016 and that would have cinched the deal and now we would be here. And we would be, and I think we would be then at that point, we would be Australia. We would be pretty close to China. Like all of this would have happened. But instead it kicked off almost like a mass awakening. And if you're with like the universe stuff, like everything is supposed to happen exactly how it's happening and the way it's supposed to happen. It's all done by a plan. It's all done by design. And so now we're in a mess and I don't think they can stop it. I think that they're trying and I think they're still trying to scare people, but I see see more and more people just leaving the matrix and just kicking it to the curb. And I know our content is what it is. I love to make fun of the government. I love to make fun of Nancy Pelosi. I love to break things down and, and to connect all those dots and weird shit together. But when I shut my phone off, when I shut my computer, like I'm, I'm present with my kids, I'm present with myself. I've quit drinking. I've done, you know, We've done. I've done all these things that are a big stab in the back of of the government, the big pharma. I, I've left all my big pharma medications behind, and I would have never done that had this not happened in 2000. For me, it was closer to 2018, 19, 20. If I hadn't really started to pay attention, and I would not have started doing that if it hadn't been for Donald J. Trump. And whether again, whether you love him or hate him. He woke everybody up to something bigger that's going on, whether you agree with it or not. Obviously, it's not what's the same thing that's been going on. Um, so I don't know. So I think when you talk about the surveillance states, I think a lot of these countries probably are in trouble. But I think we had enough people here that pushed back and spoke out against the narrative and now are so awake and that will die on the hill of a lot of this. Like they just will not that it's not going to be in our generation. It's not going to be in our lifetime. If a new world order was to happen, it's not going to be in our lifetime. Uh, yeah, So we're doing it in order to save, so it'd be generation alpha, which would be our kids' generation. Um, so who's really behind the great awakening? That really depends on, I guess, what you believe. A lot of people think it's Trump. If the Q, I know that's kind of, uh, of the Q stuff. Uh, they're big supporters of Trump. And if you do dive into, there's the, the baron Trump and the the book and the nikola tesla and then obviously elon musk is you know kind of weird in there but who's really behind the great awakening you are it's 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 you it's always been you trump can come out and he could be president and he can make life a lot easier for us again but you have to choose to accept that like you have it's it's always been you you have to choose to quit drinking You have to choose to meditate every day. You have to choose to remove yourself from the matrix. That's who's behind it. We are. Somebody got into it with me on Twitter just before the live, actually. I posted about the jabs. And she, she was upset because she's like, not everybody got to choose. Some people were forced to take the jab. Not everybody got to choose not to take the jab. And she's wrong. You had the choice. You've always had the choice. It's always been you. Whether you took it to save your job, you still took it, and you chose to do that. Whether you took it to send your kids to a certain school or if you wanted to travel somewhere, you still chose to take it. A lot of people drew their lines in the sands. I drew mine at masks. I wasn't going to wear a stupid mask, right? It's ridiculous to me. But it's always been you. It doesn't matter who's heading it up or who's leading it. You're leading it. We're leading it. And you follow whoever you, you feel like you want to follow. But it's always been about the people. Not all choices are easy. They're absolutely not. But you still chose. You are always in control. That's right. Ripple time. What's up? You are always in control. Always. Always. Shut your phone off. It, it's easy. It's easy to get sucked in. When I put together these shows, it's hours of just being in this garbage. And then I, you can start to feel it, too. Like, God, we're a surveillance state. God, they're watching what I do. I need to put tape over my webcam. Maybe. But shut your phone. Shut my laptop. It's, it's always been you. Nobody's coming to save us. We're saving ourselves. That's the idea behind it. And things are falling apart around us. Twitter being the primary example right now. Twitter was, whether you like Elon or you don't, whether you think he's deep state or you don't, right now, Twitter is an important tool to use to get as much information out as we can. And it's being allowed to go, so we're going to utilize it. But if, you know, and if it changes, that's okay. I'm still going to meditate. I still quit drinking. I'm still not going to run back to Big Pharma with every little hiccup. I'm done. And I'm encouraging other people to be done too. Coerced is not forced. There's a difference. There is a difference. They didn't kick your door in. They coerced you to take it. They gaslighted you. Absolutely. fucking lutely They told you that your grandparents were going to die if you didn't take this jab. But the information was out there. And it took almost, as even as heavily censored as we were, it took almost no time to find it. All you had to do was listen to one of the people that you deemed as crazy. You don't even have to listen to them a lot. Just a little bit. And then go dig for yourself to find out if, if these doctors that were banned off Twitter, were they really quacks or were they just quacks now? They weren't. They were well-respected, well-rounded physicians. Um, Ripple Time says Twitter is just the tip of the iceberg and absolutely amazing. I'm so excited for people to start understanding the control they have over everything. So am I. It's all connected back to this, even the political shit. And I'm, I'm going to continue to do these because I do. I love to talk about it. I love to talk about it. I love to put it out there. When we're out here with Ukraine. It's just ridiculous. But the reality of it is, is that it doesn't really affect me a ton. I mean, it's, it affects our economy. It affects my ability to, to live, but kind of. But it's always been up to you and what you wanted to do. It's all connected back to that. And I think if more people saw that, then things would start to change. One of them girls says, I do feel bad for people whose jobs are threatened and people who's had families they support. I I feel for them too. And there's a big difference between informed decision and informed only with one piece of information, making that decision right. And that's the problem that we had was that only one side of the story was allowed to be told. And now the other side of the story is allowed to be told, but now it's too late for a lot of people. And I do feel bad for those people, but again, they chose and that information was still out there for them if they would have choose to go find it. They didn't. A lot of people I read, they only took the jab so they, they could get on a plane and go to, I don't know, Rio de Janeiro. I don't remember. One, that was one lady's tweet. She's like, well, I took it so I could go on vacation. Well, that's on you. And I'm not hating and I'm not judging, but I don't want to hear it then either. Like you chose. Um, What else do I have? I do have, I do have one more thing. I have two more things to end on. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Let me put this back up here. Just a second. My favorite topics to talk about. Well, that's not it. That's it. So Nancy Pelosi. So we guys all know. So the January 6th committee is coming together. Whatever. And I don't know if you guys remember this. Maybe you do. This kind of stuck out to me. So some emails or some screenshots or text messages were released from Nancy Pelosi's office to uh, like the the. The Trump administration office. There were requests for National Guard, and so as the January 6th commission is going on about this, the GOP brings out these text messages, and basically the messages are saying that the National Guard they were offered. So the Pelosi, the Pelosi, the Pelosi's office was offered additional National Guard protection before January 6th even happened, before the day of, right? And she turned it down. Let me pull it up really quick here so we can read through it. I want to make sure that I get it right. Um, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was apparently very involved in the security for the Capitol prior to the incident, prior to the certification of the 2020 presidential election. Text messages and emails reveal that speakers the Speaker's office had regular meetings about the security detail for January 6th, according to the Daily Wire. The report said that the speaker's office helped edit authorities plans and turned down several requests from federal law enforcement needed to protect the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. Republicans showed how the speaker's office coordinated with law enforcement prior to the incident and how Democrats were concerned about the optics of increased police and national guard presence. Now I remember this happening and I, I can't find the video about it now, but I remember it happening because I distinctly remember in an interview that Donald Trump was giving, he was getting into his plane and somebody had stopped him and asked him about the security detail for January 6th. And they were like, why aren't you giving them more detail? And he's like, we offered the house additional national security guard or national, excuse me, additional national guard security. If she wants, and I remember him throwing his hands up and saying, if she wants it, it's hers. She just has to let me know. And there was articles talking about how he had filed paperwork for additional national security or national guard security. Now he didn't actually file the paperwork, but he did make the offer and they had turned it down. And I remember when this happened. I can't find the video. I know there's a video because I used it to make a TikTok, but I can't find it now anywhere. DuckDuckGo, Brave, I couldn't find it anywhere. And it was a short 6-second clip. But they were offered additional security And he wanted it specifically to protect the protesters. And she turned it down because she was afraid of what the National Guard, the optics, would look like. And we put it out there and it got taken down. This is right when I got booted off a motherfucking clapper. This might have been the video that got me taken down a clapper, Sonia. We should write a letter. Anyway, she turned it down. And... I tried to say that before, and anytime anybody came at me about January 6th, it was like, it was offered, and she turned it down. I can't find the video. It's fine. But now they've got the text messages and the emails to prove it, so they've concluded, the GOP anyway, that January 6th was, in fact, partially, if not wholly, the fault of the Speaker's office because they're the ones that turned down the additional security needed to keep everybody safe. But instead of getting reprimanded, they're going to name a federal building after her, Called the hammer. (sighs) Hammer this nuts, Sonia. God, whatever. Anyway, it was a January 6th stuff is all. If a lot of people come at me, they're like, this is just if anything is a distraction. It's this January 6th trial bullshit. It's a distraction. I don't know what's a distraction from probably everything, but nobody's really watching it. Nobody's paying it. They're trying to make it sound really bad and awful and terrible. But we all know, because if anybody was paying attention at that time, and even if you're paying attention now because they brought Trump back to Twitter, he didn't incite it because they're like, he tweeted out. No, he didn't. You can go and check. But whatever. Fine. If you want to live in your land of delusion, fine. That's on you. But get out of my timeline then. I'm sick of your shit. Okay. So Nancy Pelosi, good job. She's leaving anyway. It doesn't matter. Paul Pelosi is going with her, and so is their, their boy toy gross. Anyway, what else? Did I have a video for that? I don't think I did. Nope. Nope. Just McConnell. Okay. The last thing I have is Kamala Harris. So Kamala Harris came out in an interview last week and she was complaining that the media doesn't adequately cover the strength of her leadership. I want to make sure I read this right. At the end of her second year in office, Vice President Kamala Harris is again griping that the press hasn't covered her fairly. Now, if you guys remember, she did this at the end of her first year as well, saying that they portrayed her as incompetent. There was something else to another word that they use. I don't know what it was. But because basically they stitched together her gaffes, which I did too, so it's hilarious. Um, there are things that I've done as vice president, she states, that fully demonstrate the strength of my leadership as vice president and that not have received the kind of coverage that I think the Dobbs decision that received harris said to a liberal washington post columnist jonathan capehart earlier this week and the the hobbs thing she was she was talking about was the election that was going on in arizona which also is over ish by the way i don't know if you guys have been following that really quick uh katie hobbs gonna be governor the judge shot her down um she's gonna appeal it but i don't know if anything's gonna come of that so I haven't really been covering the, the election stuff in Arizona, but I did see that if you were curious. Back to Kamala. The vice president was panned in February for appearing perpetually unprepared after she gave a speech in Munich that critics called a word salad. However, Cape Hart said that Harris's speech in Munich was one of her top three accomplishments in 2022. Part of a gushing piece declared Harris had an excellent year. So let's watch. Take it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a
1: country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. We campaign with the plan, (laughs) uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan.
0: Do you plan to visit the border? Uh, Um, not today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um I have before and I'm sure I will again.
1: I've said I'm gonna go to the border and I... when are you going to the border? The Vice President? The
0: Administration has asked,
1: I'm not finished. <laughs> We've been to the border. So you... this whole this whole this whole thing about the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I I don't don't understand the point that you're making. I'm being clear with you right now. Yes, okay. And and, and so if you're interested, I'll continue to be clear. There are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't, there's no kinkos, there's no office max near them. It is time for
0: us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. We are doing it. But should we have done it sooner? We are doing it. What do you see as the biggest national security challenge confronting the U.S.? What is the thing that worries you and keeps you up at night? Frankly, one of them is our democracy. You don't feel misused or underused?
1: No, I don't. When folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. I went off script <laughs> a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about this, too. Um. Yeah, I don't know. If if her and Biden, I mean, they make the best pair between his gaffes and her word salads. I, I don't hear much on Kamala Harris. She is in charge of the border crisis. She is the one that is supposed to be getting the, the border crisis under control. And I don't even know if she's even been there yet to this day. Uh, but over the weekend, do I have that? I wonder if I have that. Do I have something for that? Uh, I don't, I thought I had a video for that too, but I don't. But over the weekend, several busloads of migrants were dropped off in front of vice president Kamala Harris's house, uh, in Washington DC on a Christmas Eve in 18 degree weather on late Saturday An initial two busloads were taken to local shelters, according to administration. And then an additional busload after that was taken to uh, a church. Um, <laughs> I have a, I kind of, I feel a little with the bus. I get, I, I get it. I get the troll Abbott's sending them. I get it. And it's not his responsibility and he absolutely does need to send them. I, I, I I don't know. A lot of those people were just people coming across the border. It does seem kind of, but again, I mean, what else are they supposed to do? Texas can't handle them all anymore. It's my understanding. They didn't, they, they don't have room for them anymore to ship them. So they ship them to DC and then they ship them to actually to the different shelters and stuff. Uh, she didn't have much to say other than she just thought it was. Well, did she respond? Let me look. Uh, Kamala responds to busloads of migrants. Um. Nope, she has not responded yet. Other than near Kamala's home. Well, oh, there's a video. This is a regular occurrence. Apparently, it's been happening for quite a while. It was a shit move, but again, and I'm inclined to kind of say this too, but, um, so Sean says people aren't pawns. It was a shit move. I'm inclined to kind of say this too, but uh, like, what else is he supposed to do though? That that's kind of the and that's That was kind of the point. And plus when Texas lost power last year and everybody froze to death, how many people died during that? Like, and nobody stepped in, nobody helped The Kamala didn't go there. And help them. I get it. I I get it. It is a shit move. But at what point do you stop letting people walk all over you? And do you start pushing back with the same kind of energy? She shouldn't have brought them over to begin with. And I think that's the point that most people were trying to make with it. Is that, yeah, it's a shit move that he sent them there. But they should have never been brought over to begin with. If they should have been, there should be better border security to keep them where they are. Until they're able to come through. Um legally. So, uh, I don't think it's a good idea sending more illegals to the interior. It's suicidal. I don't think there's, it doesn't sound like there's going to be much we can do to stop it when it comes to the border stuff either, because the omnibus bill specifically states that, uh, there's not going to be any more border structures going up. There is, uh, money in that bill that's set aside, not a lot for border control, uh, but there's nothing in particular about any kind of structure So like a wall or any kind of additional, uh, structure to stop it out. Um, as Shelly says, not sure how she thinks that they misrepresent, misrepresent her. She speaks it and shows it in her confidence. This is kind of the mind boggling thing to me too. Like with a lot of things, with a lot of things, like when the FBI comes out and they're like, look, we didn't work with any, we didn't do any of that things that you're accusing us of on Twitter. But like we, they literally have the screenshots of, of you saying specifically, like, I don't understand how you can dig your heels in and just keep lying just keep come on here's the same thing how are you going to stand up there and tell people that you are butt hurt because everybody thinks that you're kind of a dunce because you you speak and you speak like you speak in circles you're a big word salad but then you literally stand up there and you do the exact same thing like take the feedback and do better she has not done better None of her speeches have gotten better. She consistently sounds unprepared. She consistently is just making shit up on the fly. I think she even admitted that once too, that she just makes shit up on the fly as she goes. She doesn't really prepare her speeches for anything. But it happens all the time and it just continues to happen. And James says that most of us Texans are in support of what he's doing. I can understand this. Again, I, I understand it. I understand that they're, it does suck that they're being used as pawn. But again, they shouldn't be there in the first place. Like, and I think that is the message that they're trying to send, and obviously the message is not sinking in because nothing is being done about it. They're just allowing it to continue to happen. And what's going on at the border is more to is less really to do with people trying to make a better life, and more to do with drugs and child tra- or and trafficking, child trafficking in particular. Um, that's what they're doing with the border stuff. That's it's not about people trying to come over to have better lives. Some of it is absolutely absolutely some of it is, but I would venture to say not even half. The majority of it is mules running drugs. What is this? What, what's, what do we, Sonia's making more gestures at me. Oh, maybe even less, 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 less. Maybe not even half. The majority of it is drugs and the majority of it is trafficking and the majority of it is cartel. And that's what it is. And that's why they won't do a border wall right now, because that's how they make their money. That's how they launder their money. That's how they, that's their business. That is the swamp's business. Whether that's using children for sacrifice, because they're undocumented, or whether that's just padding their pockets with drug money, or whether that's population control by fentanyl, it doesn't matter. It's all part of it. Um. It was 17 degrees here in Texas the day she shipped them to Kamala's house. That's another thing, too. It was just as fucking cold in Texas as it was in DC. But uh Shelly says people that are cool with it should start opening their doors for them instead of complaining about stuff and want them to come here to help. Them. That's just it, too. It's we're running out of options when it comes to we don't have, I mean, if we don't have the space for these people to provide them with adequate lives, like adequate fresh starts. The people that do, I think, want what better or that are seeking asylum. We don't have it to give. We are at the doorstep of being the very next third world country. If we keep going the way that we're going, we don't have it to give. Uh, official Vantis fam. Hello. Welcome to the live. She says facts ship. I live 10 minutes by the Mexico border. It's cartel working. Some of our community politicians. Yeah, that's all this is. That's it has nothing to do with people wanting to, to seek the American dream. This isn't the 1940s, 30s anymore. There is no American dream. We're all just trying to fucking survive at this point, while our government just gives our money away, and but making sure that we're counting our six hundred dollars, like it's just it's one big, it's one big fucking game. Um, <laughs> let's just send them all to Portland and let them run three. They could set up their own city. Didn't they do that in Portland? What was that called? Chaz, set them up a Chaz. Give them a state. Give them California. That's what they should do. Let's can we just donate can we all vote to just donate California and maybe a small portion of Canada. We can make it Trudeau's problem. Trudeau's a clown too. Trudeau's killing off the mentally ill. Don't go there if you have depression. They're going to suggest you be assisted off the planet. They're like sorry you're depressed. You probably just don't belong here. Here take this fucking A. Um so creators of their own eyes. That's it, you guys. That's it. We're already in an hour and a half. That was a good. That was a good long live though. I haven't been live in a while, so I'm glad. I'm glad we got to come back. I'm glad we got to hang and we got to talk about some stuff. Uh, and we're gonna throw together. Ship them all to Canada. We're not shipping them all to Canada. They will freeze to death. Um, they claim to be sanctuary states. Yeah, send them to the sanctuary states. We're gonna wrap, you guys. Uh, so Friday night. Friday night's gonna be me and Sham. I don't know what we're gonna talk about yet, but we'll be back here. We'll be on Rumble 2 for when we get that figured out. Thank you to everybody who was watching on Rumble. Sorry about the, the confusion. I'm not sure what the deal was, but I'm glad we got it up and running. I'll get all that updated later on. And um speaking of oh yeah, Canada, Trudeau. Give me one more second. Let me look that up. He made a statement on how Canada's primary. Yep. So Trudeau to Ukraine. When was this? I remember seeing this video. Let me pull it up. Give me one more second. Trudeau to Ukraine. We are standing with you. This is from February 2022. So this was from way at the beginning. But Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau blasted the Russian invasion of Ukraine and spelled out sanctions that are being opposed in Russia and coordinated with events and other allies. Are they sending money? Did he go to Ukraine? He did go to Ukraine. Justin Trudeau went to Ukraine. He probably went with Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if they're sending him money, um, but they definitely support them. So I guess I'll look into it. We'll find out. We'll go from there. He's all for it, though. Uh, but yes, good show. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Sonny, thank you so much for your help. I appreciate your face. You guys, thank you so much for being here. For anybody listening after the fact on the podcast stations, Apple, iTunes, I. IP- iPads, iPod, whatever. Wherever you're listening from Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, that's what I'm looking for. Uh thank you so much for being here. We love your faces. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you Friday night. Uh keep her moving, take it easy, tell your mom I said hi and watch out for deer. Bye guys. Back off, I will take you on. Head strong You take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. you head's wrong. your head's strong. Take you on, get really strong, ding dong, take you on. Back off, I'll take you on. Head's strong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. Your head's wrong. Your head's wrong. Oh, we're out. I I didn't.